My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. My name's Andy, aka Vaults of Exdoth. That's what I'm known as on everything, pretty much. Uh, the character <laughs> that you're going to be meeting today is my dwarf barbarian, Kildran, who's the oldest of my characters and one of my favorites. The other stuff that I do, other than general D&D stuff, I do have a, a Patreon, Vaults of Exdoth, where I'm doing D&D stuff and music and all sorts of stuff like that. I've got my own YouTube channel where I do that. I've got my main podcast, Attack of the 50 Foot Nerds, where we <laughs> talk we talk all sorts of nerdy stuff. And then I'm in a billion bands, but it's easier to just find me on Twitter and search that rather than me <laughs> list the several thousand different music projects that I do. <laughs> me do you mind if i join you bar is pretty full aye yeah just take a seat why not more the merrier that's exactly what i say my name is istrada by the way kildran pleasure to meet you so, pleasure to meet you now what brings you to this bar it's been a long day i've been helping out some old friends of mine in this area and got into a bit of trouble and I'm ready to take a drink and forget about it. Uh, fair enough. I've been there. I've been there. Oy. So many times. Oh, like today I'm currently on my uh, travels still trying to find my brother after we split up. But no, my luck trouble always follows or I end up getting stuck in it. Uh. I find right. that happens often, especially with people who tend to chase after an adventure. Yeah. Yeah, true. Oh, uh, you said you're looking for your brother? What happened? Yeah, so it's quite a long story. I hope you don't mind. I'm going to start at the beginning. Always a good place to begin. Yeah. Uh, um, well, at the beginning, we both... Uh, came from our home in the mountains. We we grew up together, obviously. It makes sense. We're twins, by the way. Sounds very often you meet Dwarven twins. No, I'm I'm the eldest by... Uh, I don't remember how much. Uh, I am older, though. He holds it against me. But as we were growing up, we'd get into all sorts of trouble. That's how we ended up getting onto the path that we're on at the minute. Is like we'd explore the different places in in the mountain going around where where dad told us not to go finding all sorts of like ancient buried treasure and things like that and creatures traps oh it was great those creatures and traps are probably why he didn't want you going there yeah but he's always been more of a more of a bookworm Fenric took more after him to be fair although like that's why he became, um, he took up the, the mantle of uh, Chronicler, the same as Dad did. I stuck with um, good old-fashioned fighting. I've been much better at that. Both noble professions. I don't know if I would quite have the patience for being a Chronicler, and I much more prefer to be in the middle of things, though I do enjoy chasing the truth of a tale or two. Yeah, they can be entertaining at times. I, I've just, I've never been one for writing things down. <laughs> My brother, he, he always took a a book around with him, writing everything down. That's why we sat off together originally. Once we hit our uh, 70th birthday together, we decided we needed to, uh, well, he decided he was going to make his journey to find new tales to Chronicle and uh, bring them back to our homestead but i know what he's like he won't be able to take care of him himself he needs someone to defend him which is why i went got in a few scrapes a lot along the way we did for a while we were uh, actually part of like a 
traveling gladiator troop, which was huh. fun. Those are interesting indeed. Will it be a troop I know? Oh, no, it didn't. From what I remember, we didn't really have a name. It was just sort of a... I guess it was kind of half... Half, like, entertainment, half mercenaries, if that makes sense. It was more of, like, a... Like, there was just a big group of us that would travel around from town to town. We'd help solve problems working as guards or, like, if there was a problem, like, I don't know, say, one of those creatures were bothering the town or whatever. They'd... We're passing through, they'd talk to us, we'd solve the problem. I've been with a band like that a time or two. Yeah. It's I've... a very interesting lifestyle. It is, it is. I've I've been in a, a few. I've since uh, split up from them when got to a point where the, the troop ended up having to go a different direction than me and Fenric, so we had to say our goodbyes, which is bad and good, but it was annoying leaving uh, Drac behind, but... Oh, I didn't mention him. Drac, he was a half-orc. He, he was part of the uh, Gladiator band. That's why I actually know some orcish now. Although, that was mainly because him and Fenric could speak it fluently, and they took to insulting me in it. So I only know insults. Well, it's a good thing to know. Yep, it's always useful to know. I had a traveling companion that would tell me you should be able to insult someone from every race. Yep. Because if you're ever in a fight with them, you get them angry, you make them stupid. Well, yeah. I mean... Useful trick unless it's a barbarian in that case, you... Doesn't always work out like you want it to. No. I know quite a bit of uh, my fighting style is just... Oh! Like... When something gets under your skin and you just axe them until they stop. Onto a blinding yeah. rage. Oh, so much fun. I didn't beg you at first for having a fighting style, but I guess it makes makes sense. When I first started, it was pretty pretty much just the angry hitting things. That was before I discovered my magic powers, you see. So, yes, you'll notice the hat. Magic. It's uh. I think the powers come from the hat, to be honest. Uh, but I'll get to that tale in a bit. That that comes a bit later on. So, me and Fenric end up leaving Drac and uh, and the others of the Gladiator troop. We end up keep, keeping on. The last time I saw my brother, we were at uh, one of the coastal towns. I cannot remember which one now. It was, oh, so long ago. And I've taken a few knocks to the head since. Uh, we did part and say that we would see each other again. Um... Which I, I hold, I still hold to be true. I know, I know that that's going to happen. It's just finding each other, because he decided, in his infinite wisdom, that the best place to find more tales to chronicle was to get on a ship and travel to one of the other continents. Now, this is where I called him foolish, because personally, I say the same as Dad and our uncle have always said, which was. If dwarves were supposed to cross the ocean, we'd have been born with fins. Now, I don't see any fins, so I ain't traveling across a giant <laughs> set of water, if that makes sense. It's like, like, why would I do that? Ocean travel is actually quite nice if you give it a try. Uh, hmm. I've made friends later on that have found different ways of traveling, which... I much prefer, but uh, it's getting to the point where I'm worried that maybe maybe to find Fenric, I am going to have to get on one of those terrible wooden floating houses. Ugh. If you ever have to, I can point you in the direction of some ship captains who have slightly nicer vessels than the ones you're probably thinking about. That would be nice. Get you there much faster, too. Ooh. Less time, that means less time having to be blind drunk in order to ignore the fact that I'm stuck in the middle of a giant puddle. Ah, oh, that would be great. I will have to ask you about those in a bit. But yeah, so far, I'm holding out hope that he will come back. Although my friend uh, Rictus has said he's going to help me find him once uh, we're finished doing what we're doing. We're sort of keeping an eye out as we go, but again, he's another one that's going to come later. I, I told you this story was long. I have well, plenty of time. Well, that's good, because I've got plenty of story and quite a bit of ale, so... 
Fenric actually gave me this drinking horn before we parted as well. It was it was his. He asked me to keep hold of it until uh, until we met met again. So then that's one of the reasons why I know we are going to see each other again because I know him and as much as he can be a wimp at times, he's still one for his drink as much as I am. So I know for a fact he's going to want this. Good point. Mm. That's a very nice one as well. He always said it was enchanted. I have no idea. I'm only recently into the magic thing, so I, I'm not at a point where I can tell yet, but I'm working on it. Sometimes people enchant them, so it's a, yeah, yeah. It's a possibility. Anyway, like after Fenric left on the horrible, horrible ship i ended up traveling a bit by myself and joined a different group of adventurers we were uh, part of a mercenary guild and that's leading up to where i, I got my uh, hat that gave me my magic powers actually so what happened was we were uh, tasked with there was there was uh, a few of us there was uh no um oh the uh alcohol <sighs> making me forget names again I've never been good with names. That's my only problem. Like, I remember what people look like, what they do, but then asking me to remember names, and I always forget. The only reason I remember Fenric is because I grew up with him, and Rictus because I'm still with him at the minute. He's just popped off somewhere. <laughs> so. <sighs> yes. Uh, you are not the first adventure there, too forget names. Oh. Sometimes I work with quite a few of them. May or may not be yeah. intentional. Ah! I remember. So, when we started off, there was me, there was there was a druid last name, Kimba, there was my friend, uh, wizard named Jose. Interesting name for the wizard. There was uh, another fella who didn't stick around for, for long. I, I honestly can't remember his name, but... He wasn't there for a while, so that's probably why. But we ended up getting tasked to go into this tomb that belonged to a lich. That's never fun. No. We, we ended up getting tasked to uh, retrieve this orb. Now, I remember going in. We went in as a group of four of us. Four? Five? Four. Four, yeah. It's because we, we ended up making a, a few more friends uh, along the way as well. So we went in. The I remember the, the, the fella outside made rat sandwiches. It was very strange. He wasn't that good at it either. Like, I can make better rat sandwiches. I tried, but he didn't like the taste. So I guess he's used to his own recipe. That's my favorite thing to eat. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, and a push. I mean, I'd rather eat something a bit more substantial, but when you've been traveling for that long, you get used to making do, don't you? <laughs> That's why I keep a druid around. They're really good at finding stuff. Yes, that is one. That was one great thing about Kimba, and that is why I'm glad uh, Tia came along later on. But I'll, I'll get to her. She hasn't turned up yet. Uh, so what we happened was me, Kimba, Jose, and... The other fellow that I cannot remember the name of. We all ended up entering this tomb to, to fetch this this orb. We ended up coming across... Oh, what happened? There's a load of undead there, as you would expect in a tomb like that. Of course. I remember we ended up coming across this... Oh, he was like a giant, but big and blue. And he had big pointy teeth and... Everyone was cautious about him, but I thought he was all right. He gave me an axe. I, uh, I thought it was all right at the time, anyway. I'm guessing like, it wasn't. Turned out to be a bit off, but that comes a bit later down the line. He, uh, th this time, when we, f when we first met him, it, it was pretty decent of him because, I mean, the first thing we did was I walked around the corner and blindly threw my one of my hand axes into the room, which almost hit him directly in the face. But... He had a talk with us, asked if I wanted to try some some of his soup, uh, which I did. Tasted weird. Surprised if it wasn't poisoned. I think I threw up. I think, looking back at it, knowing what I do now, it may have just been ground up flesh. That's disgusting. Yeah, I think that's why none of the others wanted to touch it, but 
Hey, I'm always one for trying new things. I thought we ended up making friends. I got a cool axe out of it. It was great. So we left him and we continued on our way trying to find this orb. At one point, there was a steam pipe that looked at me funny because it tried to win a staring competition with me. Are you sure that was a steam pipe and not perhaps something else? No, no, it was a steam pipe. Everyone else told me so. I could have sworn it was looking at me, though. Drugs. Drugs. Probably. No, I don't know. There, there was one point in this when uh, Jose disappeared for a while, and then he turned up and he was acting really weird. Like, he was being like, Oh, yes, we need to go and come on. And uh, I can't really do his voice, <laughs> but it was kind of like, hey, Let's go, and we should go down this way. It's obviously not a trap. Which wasn't like him. Anyone who says something is obviously not a trap is leading you into a trap. Yeah, well, that's what I figured. That's what we all figured, which is why we ended up taking a different route around the side of where he was trying to say. And then he vanished again. We found this uh, giant vault room that had... It was sort of um, like this dining hall, right? That we're in. Um, the, the dining hall of the tavern, except it was about three times as high and twice as long. And there were chains hanging down everywhere and things. And we heard what sounded like Jose's voice, but then it sort of changed. And then Jose's head came down from up there with his hat and followed by a chain devil. Nasty little bastards. Yeah. The Jose was like, come on, it's not a trap. It turned out that he was the chain devil ah. in disguise. That's why I've got these. These. Hold on. Let me look at the bag. Two heads. Carry around two heads in your bag of holding. Yes. So this one is Jose. And this one is the chain devil that looks like Jose. It's really hard to tell which one's which. But I think this one's Jose. Smelly disgusting. Well, you've got you to gotta honor them somehow. Put them back. Hold on. Hold on. Don't. Shit, don't. But that's also why, to honor my fallen friend Jose, I took his hat and I put it on my head. And that's why I wear this wizard sombrero that you see before you. I've been wondering about that. Yeah, it's great. Like I said, it gave me powers, but that'll come a bit later. So after we fought the chain devil and we won, I took his head as well. No, wait, wait, wait. I've just remembered an extra bit of this. There was a chain devil and there was a doppelganger. It's the doppelganger's head that I've got. Doppelgangers. Hmm. How about those? Yeah, so that was what was being Jose, and he was working for the Chain Devil. That was it. So we killed the Chain Devil, and the thing... There's parts of this I don't remember, because I was using my new axe, which later on I found out that the axe was cursed. So, explains a bit. Because ever since I got the axe, there were there's these little bits in my memory that just sort of go blank. Until I got rid of it. Well, I say got rid of it, I lost it. Which was unfortunate. Probably more fortunate than you realize. Cursed weapons have nasty consequences. Yeah, it was annoying. But what can you do? The good thing is, I do still have my old axe. It's... Let me... Hold on, let me show you. Right. This is my standard battle axe. Now, this, this silver plate on the back here, this is a bit that we had to add to it. And that will, I'll explain in a little bit. Let me leave the axe on the table. Barkeep, don't mind. Don't mind the axe. I'm telling a story. It's all right. about it was... him. He's with me. Yeah. It's fine. I'm sure they'll be fine. Right. So, um, where was I? Uh, we'd fought the chain devil. Right. We, uh, we went up. We managed to find where the orb was. And this lich turns up. Never a fun turn of events. I've been there. There was one fella that was with us. Ah, there was five. Did you finally remember? Uh, that's the problem. Like I said, the blackouts I had because of this axe, my memory of this time is a little bit hazy. Understandable. I've just remembered that, because um, we got up there and we had this paladin fellow with us. And what happened was he tried to challenge the lich and got vaporized. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. It's unfortunate, but you don't run into that head along. No, 
the rest of the the people I was with ended up having a chat with the lich, and we actually ended up on halfway decent terms to say he was a lich. Oh, so he let us take the orb because we figured out how to hold it because we had these special gloves. So we end up taking the orb and leaving. But unfortunately, that's apparently exactly what he wanted us to do. Ever trust a lich? Yeah, because then that awakened this great big massive white dragon ever good yeah we ended up running back to our uh like the uh, home base where the where the mercenary guild was and the place had collapsed on the way this is where like once i got out of the out of the tomb this is where i realized jose may have gifted me his magic powers because as we were going down I, there was some stuff in the way and when I moved my hands like he used to and said, Shabom! And things moved. Oh, really? Yeah. I'd love to examine the enchantment on that hat at some point if you would not mind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, hold on. Oh, here you go. I'll pop that on the table next to the axe. Right. So you can have a look at that while I continue. Worked for me. This spell might take a minute. Don't worry, I can cast and listen at the same time. Awesome. Right. So we ended up heading uh, back down to where where the guild was. And we, we did find some survivors. We found uh, Belgrax, who is um, a dragonborn. I remember he's one of the dark gray dragonborn. I've been turning into too many of them. Hold on. I, I've just realized I didn't explain. Right. Uh, so, you know, there's five different types of dragons, right? There's... Yes. There's white, there's black, there's blue, there's light gray, and there's dark gray, right? Yes. So he's one of the dark gray ones. He kept saying red, so I presume it's red. That's what they call that shade of gray. Right. We never covered the other one, so I presume that's still light gray. But yeah. Anyway, because when we met him, we kept talking about this dragon that had appeared, and he kept worrying that I was going to think it was him that did it. I'm not entirely sure why. I knew for a fact that it wasn't him, because... The other one was massive and white, and he was small and grey. Right? Yes. Uh, and some people are not the smartest when it comes to telling the difference between dragons and dragonborn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know why you thought I'd be one of those people. Like, I'm not... I, I've, I've seen dragonborn before. I've seen... I've, I've uh, met loads of different people. I think he was just worried because, like, it was the first time we'd met, and... I was already telling him about the staring competition with a pipe. I think it threw him off. He was a bit too serious at times, Belgrex. But he ended up joining us. And we figured out that one of the ways that we had to solve this problem, we ended up talking to the, the town and the leader of the... T what would he be called? Mayor? No. Yes. Yes. Leader of a town and mayor. If depending on the status of the town, mayor is typical. Right. Okay, we'll go with Mayor. I've met a few and they all call themselves different things. I'm just trying to... Whatever the colloquialism is. So, Mayor, right. So, what it would be is... Like, we met up with him and told him what had happened. Although, I remember Kimber specifically not telling him that we may have woken up the dragon. It's not the best way to start the conversation. Especially if the person who you're talking to has been negatively impacted by the dragon you woke up. Mm-hmm. This is also why we didn't tell Belgrax until much later. Because, unfortunately, he was in the guild hall and he lost a few of his friends when the dragon turned up. We didn't find this out till later, though. So, yeah. Like I said to him, and like I said to the townsfolk, when we went up to the, the balcony, the mayor... He told the, the the townsfolk that had survived, he was like, oh, this this adventuring party has volunteered to try and get rid of the problem of this dragon. And I remember Kimber and Belgrax being a bit on edge, being like, no, wait a minute. But I know what they thought at heart. So I, I stood up and I said, we are here and we will kill this dragon for you. We are mighty and we will kill it. Uh, something like that. Imagine your companions were so thrilled about that. They had 
mixed results. <laughs> they were, they, were, they seemed a bit off with me, but I I thought that hey, they'll come around. Like it's what we do. It's we find problems, we solve them. Simple as. So we uh, we ended up going a bit further on. We had a, a fight with some bandits who then came out, and I'm, I had another blackout. Afterwards, I got told that I threw an axe at Belgrex, and I don't remember doing that, so I don't know why. And then um, I remember us walking for a bit through some fog, and we ended up in this strange new place where all the coins were different, and it was run by a vampire. Oh my. Oh, what's his name? Uh, and happened uh, to be Stradad, was it? Yes, that's him. Oh. That's the one. Lord, I saw they got rid of him. He keeps coming back. Yeah, it's, it's weird. And we ended up going to this town. And uh, on the way there, we met uh, Tia, the other druid of our party. And a little dwarven fella called Tome. And uh, they were all a bit... This is where the party were a bit, shall we say, insensitive to dwarven tradition. Or at least from where, where I'm from. Ale is for people of all ages. It's always has, has been. I mean, you control how much the young'uns would have. They need to build up that the same kind of liver as you, I would have, for example. But they wouldn't let him have any ale at all. And I thought that was terrible. So I kept trying to give him ale and they kept telling me off for it. D different races aren't quite as hardy when it comes to the ale. Yeah, that's what I figured. But yeah, no, he... Uh, they were they were fun. They joined us. Unfortunately, we had to get on a a boat to cross this giant lake <laughs> because it would take us too long to get round. And what happened? So I had to get blind drunk in order to get on this boat because I already saw. I hate boats. I hate boats. I hate I hate water. Perhaps you should have someone cast a sleep spell on you next time. Thanks for having much more pleasant. Yeah. Well, next time I can do it on myself. I'll try. That's one that I need to learn. I'll try and cast a sleep spell on myself. See if that works. Casting on yourself is a little tricky. Also, here yeah. is your hat bag. It's very special. Ah, thank I've you. Never seen anything like it. Yeah. Well, it is a special hat. Uh, anyway, so we got over the over the, the the never trust a body of water where you can't see the other side. It makes no sense to have a body of water that takes that much room. Like a river, fine. Like a, a small pond or like a, a small lake, fine. Big lake like that, no, 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 no. But we had to cross it. Fortunately, my friend, the world does not need our permission to exist the way it does. It just chooses to be as ridiculous as it wants to be. Uh, I wish someone would change it, but I don't know how to do that. The monster died. It did not end huh. well. Fair enough. I'll, I'll have to ask Rictus about that one. I'll, I'll ask you about that later. Very old story. How long are you sticking around? Idea, honestly. Assuming my... Depends on how much trouble my acquaintances get in and when I hear it back from a certain missive I sent to a friend. Oh, okay, well... There's an interesting situation that's come up with some old gods that I would like to keep an eye on. Ooh, that sounds fun. And don't worry, it's very far from here. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, if you ever need another axe, then... I'm always willing for more adventure. But it's only fair that I finish my tale first before starting to question about yours. So we crossed this lake, right? And we, we got to these towns. Had a few different things happen. There was, let's see, there was uh, a bit where me and Tome went to have a look at this shop. And he went into the shop and came back out. Like, I, I stayed outside on guard. Then we went back and then Tome vanished which was weird obviously like 10 year old dwarf kid is weird enough that he's walking around by himself anyway but he just ups and vanishes so we're a bit worried was he walking through the doorway or what happened no he, he walked like it he came back 
we went we went to the 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 pub to stay the night and he fell asleep in the drawer like we would normally do we shut him in the drawer because that's where belgrax decided he that tone would be most comfortable when belgrax apparently knows these things and then when we woke up the drawers out and he's gone and the windows open he ran so, the way yeah that's what we thought unfortunately it didn't turn out that way we ended up uh, being summoned by strad he did not appreciate us insinuating that he'd had an inappropriate relationship with his boy servant that was mostly belgrax to be fair most people don't appreciate that, but he in particular deserves it. But he, he did give me a silver plate, which was great. And that's this one on the back of my axe. Uh, vampire to give you silver. Well, it was already on the table and I was eating off it. He said I could keep it. So that was that was cool. Um, like, because it came. Yeah, it came in handy later because what happened was we we ended up like in our adventures. We also thought we we ended up fighting some different vampires we ended up fighting some werewolves were they werewolves they might have been yeah they were werewolves that was the first time one of my spells backfired i had this spell scroll and i tried to use a spell on them to to, to set them on fire and i accidentally made them breathe fire which obviously was a bad thing so i'm still trying to get control of the magic powers it took me quite a while to figure out actually how to use the scroll. I was staring at it for longer than, I, than I've ever seen Jose doing it. Spell scrolls take practice, especially if you're new to magic. Yeah, yeah, I figured that must Perhaps be. Perhaps you should seek the advice and training of someone who's more familiar with magic. Well, that, that's one of the things that, uh, that, that Richter said he'd, he'd teach me, is like how to actually use this stuff properly. We haven't had a chance yet. Mostly, I just cast axe but good spell to have it's it's, it's working so very effective yeah how this came about actually the 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 plate on the axe right was when we went into we went into a church and we found that this guy's son had been missing uh, um oh i forgot to mention like earlier we'd gone to a shop we bought a brand new bag of holding now might seem like a random side note, but it will come in um, into play. Just bear with me. Those are really useful to have, except for to be careful buying them used. I've seen far too many people buy them used, and the inside's covered in a fine layer of coal dust, flour, glitter one time. Oh, That was fun. <laughs> I'm never used to that bag again. Still find glitter on all my weapons. Oh god, that's amazing. Ah, no, ours was a bit weirder than that, but uh, that'll come into play. So what happened was this guy, his son went missing and we found him in the bottom of the church and it turned out that he'd been infected as, and he was a vampire. And we only figured this out because we were trying to give him food and I gave it him on the silver plate and when he picked up the silver plate, he got all burny, and he started turning into this great big vampire monster thing, and he tried to attack me. That was tragic when that happened yeah. young. He was about maybe 16, 17, something like that. Yeah, he turned into this great big monster, and I smacked him in the face with his silver plate, but you can still see the dents just there. It hurt him quite a bit, which is why I thought, mm, I'm going to keep this on my axe. So I got my other axe out, and then I blacked out for a bit, and then the the next thing I know is I've I, I wake up and the one vampire is dead. Belgrax has got his arm missing, and I've lost my axe. They told me that what happened was Belgrax took the axe off me and put it in the bag of holding, and the bag of holding bit his arm off. How? Yeah. Uh, so it was one of those bags of devouring. Yeah. So my axe went, but it's fine. I've still got this one. My, my trusty my trusty old axe. It's a big difference between those two bags. Yeah. But then what happened was we uh, we went up. We went to start leaving. Belgrax bloody from his stump arm, which he was he was a bit annoyed about. No one tried like cauterizing the wound at all. I think Kimber did heal it. Uh, but unfortunately, it healed as a stump. We couldn't, obviously, because we didn't have an arm to attach to it. So 
That's so pretty attaching limbs is very tricky and yes. complicated and doesn't always work like it's supposed to. No, I mean that that's why he ended up with just because we didn't know how to get the arm back, so that's how he ended up with just a stump. So as we're heading off, Belgrac's in a bad mood because he's lost his arm. Which is fine, like it would have been worse for him if he was the type of ranger that used like bows and arrows and things. But he's more of a close combat ranger, so he had swords. So it's not too bad. Perhaps if you find a skilled enough smith or tinker that they can make a sort of replacement prosthesis for him. It might won't be the same as his original arm, but it will leave him a less of a disadvantage. I, I don't know about pro prosthesis, but he he did get a, a new arm at one point. I don't know if he got it from prosthesis. Not what I said. What did you say? Prosthesis. What's that? Friend of a friend created it, I think. Oh, he created the turn. Is that what he calls the fake arm? Because he got one of those. I mean, yes. your friend might be able to do a better job because Belgrax, in the end, he has like this. It was sort of like a metal pole with like a claw on the end. I mean, the several people who could do a better job than that. Just question of if they're busy, if they have time, or if their city's been burned down. With this one, he just got it done. Like, we were, we were stuck in the middle of nowhere, so he, he just had to make do. I remember he, he did say at one point he kept having visions from this hammer that he got. I don't know what that was about. He never explained. But um, that had something to do with like where he ended up going for the new arm. But yeah, no, as we, I'm, I'm, I'm going off. Uh, what, what happened was after we got out, he'd lost his arm. He'd not got a new one yet, and we came out, and the 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 kid's father turned up, and we said, "Oh, well, your kid's a vampire. Unfortunately, we've killed him." And the guy's like, "I know he's a vampire. I'm also a vampire, basically." And he was he was gonna try fighters. So, uh, did run in the family, or did he turn his son, or were they both turned? I think he turned his son. I don't know. We didn't get a chance to ask him, because what we did was, as he tried to attack, we stuck the bag over his head. That's one use for the bag of devouring. <clears throat> and, like, I grabbed one side, Belgrax grabbed the other with his good arm, and we managed to eat the vampire with a bag of devouring. Very creative. Might have to keep that one in mind. Oh, it was great. We ended up using that trick on so many people. We used it on a different vampire. We used it on a butler once. What did the butler do it. to you? Hey. Yeah. What do you mean? When you used the trick on the butler, why? What did they do? They was guarding the house that belonged to this witch woman. Like witch ghost woman. I can't remember why. I just remember him opening the door saying hello and we put a bag on him. It may it may have been a case that that was slightly overzealous, but it had been working so far, so I think we just stuck with it. Not going to question that one. Desperate times. Yeah, and then the witch woman, she was like part ghost. She had a daughter that was a cat girl. Like there was half cat and half woman. Odd. Well, she was a girl. She acted like a cat, but she was a girl. It was very strange. She was a bit traumatized. and uh, But she she was a good kid. She was a good kid. I can imagine. But she was all right. We, we ended up uh, leaving her with a with a friend, and they, they've ended up... Uh, like, she's ended up recovering a bit now, thankfully. So what happened was, um, like, as we're fighting the ghost, we couldn't really, like... My, my axe isn't working, because it's a ghost. So... We ended up being like, oh, here's the body. In the bag it goes. Really need to get myself one of these bags. Yeah, it was it was really useful, actually. I don't think that fully defeated the ghost. It made a weaker. So then uh, Kimber did this thing where she cast this spell where the moon comes down and, like, beams people. Interesting. She did that, and then the ghost went like, ah! and it, like, blew up. And then the only thing left of the thing was its hair. Now, we had to get the, the cat girl woman. Like, that was her nickname, cat girl. 
So, like, looking back, I probably should have remembered her real name. The others remembered names for me. I just always called her Cat Girl, and she seemed to, to she seemed to like it, so it was fine. Either she liked so, it, or she liked you enough to not bite your head off for it. Yeah, it's because they weren't sure what to do with her, and I said we should bring her along. And uh, but the problem was that the place that we were staying for the night there in that village, uh, the pub was run by raven people, right? And they, they were all like birds. I've been turning into those in a while. Mm. They weren't Kenku, and they weren't the the bigger one, the uh, the Arakokra. They were actually like they were like people with beaks, and it was it, it, like a weird halfway point, kind of like if you had like a a were budgie or something like that, kind of. Except it was a like a were crow, I guess. It's hard to explain, but um, but that's what they look like, and. They didn't like this witch or like anything to do with the witch. So we were like, well, if they find out that this kid is the kid of the witch, then they're going to be really annoyed. So I came up with this great idea. So what we did was we had the, we still had the, the witch's hair. Like it got, it got torn off by the bag. So <laughs> we, we, so we got the, the witch's hair and we turned it into like this great big bushy beard and mustache wig thing, right? Cat girl, she wore the the mustache wig, the mustache beard wig, and I passed her off as my younger brother. Certainly clever and unique. Yes, and I was like, "This is my younger brother, Hans, and he's we've just found him, and he's gonna go." And the and the Raven people were fine with that; they were fine. I remember later on, like after we ended up getting somewhere for Cat Girl to stay. We ended up going to a toy shop and there was a, like a little puppet of Strahd, which was hilarious. So we bought it because we thought he'd find it funny. I did. Belgrax got it purely to annoy him. And we went there and then we went, where else did we go? We, we ended up going and we found we found the blue guy again. And because it turned out like we we saw the tracks of tomes. So we thought, oh, we're going to find we're going to find the little boy and like get him back. And it turns out when I was guarding him. That shop that he went into was actually run by the blue guy who ate him. And that's when I realized it was probably not the friend I thought he was. The blue guy, not not Tome. Although, both. Because the, the kid that came out afterwards was actually the blue guy in disguise. Tragic ending to your friend, though. I know, it's a bit complicated. It's a bit weird. We ended up fighting him, like, in a, in a cave. And he summoned two demons and... Kimber uh, summoned eight bears. So the bears were fighting these demon things. And I leapt off the back of one of the bears and brought my axe down on the blue guy's head and managed to chop him straight in half. And it was the coolest thing ever. Impressive. I wish I had been there to see it. Especially the bears. Yeah, there were so many bears. I always wanted to see how useful those can be in combat. Yeah, it was great. It was just carnage and bears. Before uh, the blacking out, when I was fight we were fighting the first vampire before we stuck his dad in a bag. Um, I do remember, I think it was Kimber. It might have been Tia, but I believe it was Kimber. Turning into a great big bear to fight the vampire's son before I ended up like blacking out. So I don't remember much until I woke up and I'd lost my axe and Belgrax had lost an arm. Another reason I enjoy traveling with druids. Things they can do. Yes. There, there was one point where we thought Kimber had died, but she came back, but apparently now had a deal with Strahd. And one of them had previously had a deal with the Lich. And I know Belgrax had gotten bitten by one of the werewolves at one point. So I think we were we were searching for a, a way to fix that. Complicated web of sticky situations. Yeah, yeah. We almost beat Strahd as well. We almost beat him up because he turned up. I hit him in the face with the silver plate because he threatened us after Belgrax made another joke about him and his little boy servant. So we were. he was like, oh, stop making those jokes or I will kill you all. And I was like, well, you can try. So he came forward and I smacked him with a pan, with a, a pan, with a, with a plate, with a silver plate. Like, and we, we almost got him, but he, he vanished. 
Edward likes to run and, off when uh, things are not turning his way, I've noticed. Particularly tricky little sleep. Yeah. Uh, from there, we actually ended up splitting up a bit to try and figure out where else we could go to try and figure out what to do about that. So I'm still I'm still trying to help figure out what forces we can we can muster to help defeat all of this. Like Strada has something to do with a big dragon and the, the lich and it's all tied together somehow. Kimbertir and, and Belgrax went one way to, to try and find out something and I ended up going the other way. The plan was they were splitting off off um, splitting up a bit further on as well. I haven't been able to get in contact with them since, so I'm hoping they're they're all right. I've been asking Rictus if we can keep an eye on them, and like whenever he scries on them, he says that they're okay and they're still not doing quite stuff. the same as uh, seeing with your own eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. That's one of the reasons why I'm trying to learn the magic is so I can do it myself. Tricky thing to learn. It is. I've been told that many a time, which is probably explains why I'm still struggling with stuff. But yeah, no. Uh, after after a while, I ended up meeting up with Rictus, and we uh, we went on a few different adventures together. There was one where we went into this old house that was um, it used to belong to this. Uh, there was this old. It's like a wizard, but he like he can. I guess he'd just be a wizard. He had the spells and stuff, but he'd like make weapons and enchant them and like amulets and things like that. And like this fella, he was he was called Nerbo Male, and um, and we went into his, like we found his house because Rictus was trying to find specific ingredients for this spell that he said, like this weird mixture, and he said it's very important. Uh, but we ended up getting chased off by these great big insect things that were in the in the in the cellar, two great big hulking insect thingamabobs. And I remember uh, uh, Rictus, he, he knew exactly what it was, but he never told me. He was like, quick, get it! And like, unfortunately, they were a bit too strong for just the two of us. So we had to uh, ask uh, another adventuring party that was uh, happening through the, the same area in... Oh, where was it? It was Blencathra, yeah. So we were there in Blencathra, and there was this other adventuring party. There was a uh, wizard named Alwyn. No wizard he, he looked like a wizard he had magic anyway and then there was uh at the, at the time there was another one there was uh this orc fella named kerry and there was a uh there was a i keep running into druids there was another druid named kethra we ended up getting them to help out i don't remember uh did they have a fourth one they may have had there was uh remember a goliath no, I remember they said they had a friend of theirs that was a Goliath fighter who had disappeared at one point, who'd gone off to, to find his old tribe. But at the time, they had this lad with them who was, um, he was training in like stealth and things like that. So he was, he was good at sneaking and not in a thief way. It was, it was more like he was training up to, to, to be kind of like an assassin type thing. It's what he was working on when he uh, left the 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 war band that he was in, because he'd unfortunately grown up with these ruffins, basically. Good thing was he, he saw sense and he ended up uh, helping the townsfolk, and that's why he ended up joining them on this journey to try and get this stuff for Rictus, which was, which was great. They managed to get that and uh, come back. Luckily, we got to relax for a bit. It's nice when you get to take a break in the middle of an adventure. Oh yeah, definitely. Like uh, afterwards, Rictus made his his stuff. By the looks of it, he was maybe exaggerating important it was because he turned it into this weird powder. He's been snorting it for the past like week and a half. He's been doing what uh, with it? You mean you know, uh, you, like you lay it on the table and then you like sniff it up your nose. He's been doing that. Like I've never got into that sort of thing, but Rictus, he's a bit, he's a bit. Kooky, that one. Probably not a good habit for him to be getting in. Well, he apparently knows what he's doing, so... So he says. Just leave him to it, to be honest. But he, do, he does know his way around things. I mean, like, after, afterwards, we uh, we said our goodbyes, and Rictus used his 
spell thing that makes the, the door where you can walk through into different places. Very useful spell. So we've travelled a few different places and then, like he said, he had to do uh, he had to go off and do something quickly. Um, uh, he didn't mention what, he just said, oh wait, here and I'll, I'll be back in a minute. And that's the last I saw him. Uh, I'm here, so yeah, it's Hopefully he will be back before too long. I've won the uh, the tavern's drinking competition while while waiting for him, which is great. You beat the highest record? Yeah. Which is awesome. They gave me this silver token that uh, lets me get free drinks for... I think he said, I, I've, I've still got to pay for some of them, but like every third drink I get is free while I have this. And I get through plenty of drinks, so... Adds up to some savings, I can imagine. Yeah. And I'm going to have that until they have the next drinking competition and the next winner gets it. I asked him, like, how do I return it if I'm not here? And he said, don't worry about it. So, I don't know. There's a magic to it, I believe, where it's... I don't know exactly how he knows it's no longer valid, but I don't question it. Uh, do you want to have a look? It's got this weird rainbow shine to it. Mm. Yes, does look to be enchanted yeah. indeed. Some sort of enchantment, not super complicated, but not something you can fool. No. Impressive work. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I've definitely got my my fill out of this. Like I said, so far, no one's beaten me yet. But there'll always be the like, like I said, uh, it's only been uh, a little bit. So I mean, uh, they're probably not going to hold another one for because we we've been here before, you see. Like, um, oh, yeah. so we, uh, so I, I won it last time I was here and then we were sort of made this our home base and, uh, Rick has, has beat me and him have been sort of like flitting out and about and doing things, coming back, doing things, coming back. And then it's just this latest one where he's like, oh, I need to do something by myself. And it's down in the, in the capital somewhere, the, the main wizards guild or something like that. I mean, he normally doesn't get involved because he's not technically a wizard. He's sort of like... A sorcerer? No. Uh, or a warlock? Uh, kind of, like, he's got bits of wizard like stuff, but mainly he fights with his gun. He's He's got one of those... Like, it's like... um Oh, you know, like the, the, the gunpowder... Oh, what are they called? I've, I've n not seen many people using them. To be honest, like, there aren't many people who know of them, much less how to use them. But yeah, it's kind of like that, but it's he's like enchanted it, so instead of it uh, having to use gunpowder and things, it sort of like channels his magic abilities. If that makes sense, this is how he explained it. So it's it's kind of like a, a magic focus, kind kind of like my hat does. That's how he said. You're telling me he's found a way to turn a gun into a sort of arcane focus. Yeah, I guess. Like I said, he's a weird one. I have to speak to him about that, because just the possibilities behind that, that could be, have a very large impact. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the reasons why he doesn't like going back to the wizard place, because they all told him off, apparently, in where we come from, right? Because uh, yes. that's the other thing he, he taught me, because I, I, I explained my story to him and things, and he explained how... Like, there's different realms and things like that, which I remember my brother uh, Fenric talking about, like, ages ago, but I always thought it was just, like, tales or to explain, like, here's where this creature comes from and here's where that creature comes from and not many people go there. No, it's it's true. Yeah, apparently so. I didn't realize how easy... I, I always thought there were, like, pretty separate barriers, you know? Like, between the different places, but... Not particularly. Rictus was saying that actually it can, they can sort of like weave in and out of each other, which is why we end up at, like, we've actually been to, like, in our different places. We've we've been to, like, the different realms and things, but we've also been to, like, different material planes, is what he said. I don't know if that's true. He could have been bullshitting. Definitely impossible. Not easy, but possible. Yeah, he's like I said, weird one. But where, like, a country where we we come from, anyway. Like he, 
along he was with the 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 other wizards this is what he said anyway and he had a falling out with them because the leader i think he said his name was philip they'd had an argument because obviously like you said the making an arcane focus out of a fuck, uh, of a gun is probably a bad idea. Yes, de- depending on who uses it and how you use it and what you do with the information on how you did it. Yeah, I mean, Rictus, he, he said, like when I asked, how does it work? He said, magic goes in and shoot comes out. He's never explained it further than that, really. He just said, made it myself. Probably a good thing, otherwise some of my friends would know about him. And Yeah, he's... Other than me and like the wizards he already knows, he's never really mentioned it to anyone. Or like, if they tried to ask, he's been like, "Yeah, no, you're not allowed to know." Which I guess like he, he does seem like he comes across as a. I'll be honest, he, he is like, he can be a bit of a dick sometimes, but that's why I like him. He's he's fun. It's an unfortunate quality found in most wizards. Yeah, but when you can bend the forces of the universe. You're that doesn't mean you don't have to be nice. Yeah. Like, deep down, he seems like, like a good dude. I've been... It may not seem it from the tales I've been telling, but usually I'm a good judge of character. I mean, unless you're big and blue, or a lich, or... Which I probably should have seen coming. But, eh, Maybe I trust things, too. Yes. It, rule number one of going on an adventure. Never trust a lich. Yeah... Even if you try and, like, cast Zone of Truth, they have a unfortunate habit of escaping that rather easily. I saw someone try it once. I still didn't trust him, but of course he did. Turns out it didn't work. It's a very sad shame. His family was slightly torn up about it. Not too torn up, though. Yeah. He's kind of a jerk. Ooh, he doesn't sound pleasant at all. Nope. That's why no one spring for having paying to have a, someone redirect mm. him. Yeah. Plus, there wasn't really anyone in the area. Oh. Who could? Huh. Fair enough. Well, does that lead kind of lead into the, the 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 great big thing that you said that you were having to go for, or is that something completely separate? Something completely separate, thankfully. Like you've mentioned the different worlds, well. I tend to travel among them sometimes. Usually it's intentionally. Sometimes not so much. Ooh. Fair enough. I mean, the one thing that Rictus has still not explained to me is he said that, like, in his tests and things, like, he said that everywhere has the same, like, planes that have, like, the fire and the demons or the the air and the water and all that every place which is why you go through those to get to different places but then when you go to different like worlds they have different Feywilds and different shadow bells it's what he said i'm still trying to figure that one yeah. out myself he's a bit weird like i said this is why and I, I just drink and say, yeah, okay. I think some of that magic's a bit too advanced for me. Sometimes that's the best way to go about it. But yeah, I am hoping for more fun in the future. I mean, like, I'm sure there's other things that I've done that I've completely forgotten about. It's a very interesting line of work and tries you might to... Retired from it, it does not always let you. No, it doesn't. But that's where all the fun is. I mean, I've got another, what, 200 years ahead of me? So long as it's full of fun and hitting things and hopefully some magic if I can ever figure out how it works. Hopefully finding your brother as well. Yes, that's definitely on the top of my list. If I ever run across him or someone who knows of him, I will... Try and get the message to him that you're trying to find him. Oh, thank you for that. Thank you. No, lots of people in lots of places. Sounds like it. Especially with uh, what you said about the world hopping. Yes, it's, it gets a little less weird as you get used to it, but still amazes me every time. Well, if you do see him, let him know. 
I'm honestly at a point where Rictus has taken us that many places. I don't. I'm not even entirely sure that he's. We're on the same material plane anymore. Because uh, I started off one place and then ended up somewhere else and then somewhere else and then somewhere else. So having someone to pass on the message that does travel is probably a good thing. Well, hopefully it will lead to something better. Then let's have another round of drinks and. If you wait just a few more minutes, I think there's going to be some interesting festivities going on. Oh, I'm always into festivities. Morel! Love some meat as well. Nice. Ugh. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.